Yeah. <laughs> Take the double. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to put that on the board. Yeah, that limo looks sweet. I didn't even get to ride on it. Uh, I fucking saw it. I was following <laughs> in my fucking piece of shit car. It might have been in my van. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to The Secret Garden, a podcast about Bruce Springsteen. My name is Michael Antonelli. With me is Sean Comstock. How are you doing? And welcome back. Episode three, Born to Run, a big ep. Uh, I played the Secret Garden track from the Jerry Maguire soundtrack in hopes that it was the one with like the, the audio from the movie. movie. <laughs> no such luck. Uh, uh, maybe next time I'll play the music video. Yeah, but definitely. Jerry, we're getting married. <laughs> so corny. <laughs> Uh, very, very, uh, odd movie. Yeah. When was the last time you saw it? Jerry Maguire? Yeah. Uh, probably a few months ago. I like that movie. Yeah. Uh. It is kind of dumb. Like, who the fuck cares about a sports agent? Like, why did you make a movie about this? It is kind of dumb when you really think about it. Let's just make a movie about a corporate mogul. Everybody will watch this. But it's Cruz, man. Yeah, he quit his job. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, so we're back. Um, uh, for those listening for the first time in this show, we go through Bruce Springsteen's catalog album by album, listen to it, talk about it. Uh, we're two lifelong uh, Bruce fans, lifelong friends, and uh, we're excited to be here. Um, how are you doing, Sean? I haven't seen you in a while. I'm good, man. I'm, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy month for for me i got married so congratulations yeah, appreciate it but uh everything's just been very hectic regarding that so uh that's why our uh episode's been a little delayed michael waited for his boy though of course brother like i'm not gonna have you on for the born to run episode yeah, it would it would be uh yeah it wouldn't be cool and i think that show would just crumble yeah, I feel like I am born to run now. Yeah, now you're married. Yeah. Now you gotta get out. Now I gotta get out of this place. <laughs> gotta run away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's ripping the bones out of my back. It's a fucking death <laughs> trap. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, well, now you don't have kids yet, so you can no. still you can still leave. <laughs> <laughs> Just this rental convertible, kicking up dust, heading for Mexico, right? Dying in Texas or something, <laughs> massive heart attack, yeah, brought on by stress. But you know, whatever. You know, you're married now. It all worked out in the end. It's a very fucked up time in the world. Yeah, I mean, actually, I would, on that same uh, line, uh, is there a certain like? Um, band or anything that you've been listening to that kind of appealed to you more this week as a result of like everything kind of crazy going on no not really um i uh i i wouldn't say i leaned into anything because of what's going on there's just the normal shit that i you know 
the fucking same Spotify playlist I listen to at the gym every fucking day, which is just like you're recently played like yeah. you know, the same shit I listen yeah. to every time. I end up uh, leaning into like uh, soul music. Okay, I don't know what it is about it, but it uh, it makes me uh, feel better. Comforting. It is. It's comforting. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like eating mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Uh, Anything in particular you've been really jamming on? Uh, a lot of uh, Bill Withers, mm. Um, mm. you know, Chilites, Delphonics. You listen to the Delphonics? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're pretty good. They're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Brown, folks, if you haven't seen it, you got to check yeah, it out. It's a, good one. it's a great movie. It might still be on Netflix. Uh yeah, Stars had it streaming, I know. Oh, yeah, Stars. So, so I was talking to uh, Stiggs about this, but um, I don't know what it is about Stars, but they actually, it's the only streaming service where I'll be looking through the movies and I'm like, oh, shit, I, forget about, I forgot this movie even existed. And then I'll watch that movie and I'm like, oh, that's why they don't air this on TV. <laughs> like, did you ever see that movie The Crush with Alicia Silverstone? No. Okay, so when I saw that movie and I was a little kid, I was like, this is crazy. This is like kind of like hot. Yeah. It's like this. But now I watch it and I'm like, that's the creepiest movie I've ever seen. You Rit. cannot make that movie now. Because Rit. she's underage when they film the movie and Ooh. they really over-sexualize her to the Ooh. point where it's just, I felt gross watching right. it. Right, like, right. It's like, this is the guy from uh, uh, Liar Liar and uh, Princess Bride. And Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the, he's like the, the lead guy. And he like... He comes off so creepy. Does he like... He, try to seduce this underage chick there's just like you could tell they cut it so it wasn't um even for that time like raunchy but like there's scenes with them like making out with each other it's not her but even the idea of it's just gross Gross. and he's like watching her get changed i'm like what the fuck is this i just remembered the part about the bees when i was yeah 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 a lady gets almost killed by bees it's like kind of a spiritual sequel to my girl in in that sense (laughs) yeah Something like that. That's like uh, the European cut of Leon the Professional really plays oh, yeah, up like movie's... the sexual tension. Yeah, that movie's a little though, weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there... she's like a little kid in it. There's another one they had on, which I had never seen, but uh, Porky's. Have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> yeah, I Dude. saw that movie very young. And as a very young, horny kid, it was like, oh, oh yeah, just there's... a jack fest. You're seeing bush you oh, know yeah, what i lots mean lots of bush oh man dude but that movie is so like rapey yeah everything about it's very yeah. rapey yeah like yeah you know just grab her yeah yeah <laughs> it's all about like like tricking women into having sex with you yeah, and stuff it's all yeah. this weird gross game that's like fucking revenge of the nerds the hero of the movie a hundred percent rape a chick. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> pretends to be uh, the guy from Married yeah, Children. Yeah, and like uh, as the audience, you're supposed to be like, yeah, yeah. He tricked her. He <laughs> trick raped her. But like, he was so good at sex, she was actually into <laughs> it. Like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, the eighties were a strange time. So I recommend Stars if you guys really Stars, want to watch movies. That... But they also have a lot of kick ass shit, especially oh. if you're into like action movies from like the nineties. A lot of Van Damme on there. You know what I mean? A lot of good stuff. So I told stars. you, as a result of the uh, the wedding, we've been kind of spending our way to happiness. Yeah. So yeah. as a result, it of works. That, yeah, it does. <laughs> just all that money that we thought we were never going to see again, yeah. we, we got it back. So we're now we're just doing crazy things. And I bought 
this sound bar to tie into my surround sound. Mm-hmm. Dude, I watched The Predator on that. It felt like there was fu- like like Schwarzenegger was in the house shooting a machine gun. <laughs> it's so loud. You also bought a gigantic television, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah. That was a Black Friday deal. So, right. dude, the bar is sick now. Watch, yeah, watch Die Hard on Christmas. Oh man. hell yeah, awesome. dude. Oh man, that's right. I mean, Christmas has passed, New Year's has passed. It's officially 2021 yeah. now. A lot has happened since since we uh, listened to the Wild, the Innocent, and the E Street Shuffle. Uh, did you have a good Christmas? Did you get anything good? Uh, it was good. Yeah, I got a I got a, a save for my my uh, guns so and your like gold bars. Nice yeah, I got my gold bars to put in the safe, like William Devane. Don't you just like the feel of gold? gold. <laughs> Oh, fuck, man. How about you? What'd you get? Uh, Money. Good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Actually, yeah, that was, people were very, like, my family was very generous. They were very nice to us. I was like, um, I was more like, because Tam would be like, what do you want for Christmas? And then I would be like, this, but I just bought it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, this is from you. The, the thing I just yeah, totally yeah, yeah. bought. <laughs> because, uh, you know, shit, man. Do you do you have, like, Apple Pay set up on your phone? Yeah. It's a dangerous oh, it really game. Is. It's like, do yeah. I want this? Well, I already bought it. I, yeah, I used to have it connected to, like, PayPal, so I'd have to enter my uh, password. Yeah. But, dude, once I had the thumbprint availability, yep. it's, like, going boom, faster boom, than it comes boom. in. Yeah. It's like, oh, 25 bucks just went away real quick. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I had that iPad, and then it was there the next day, and then it's got a case coming for it, and then I bought another case because I didn't like that one. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm going to, oh, I'll return that. I've never once returned one thing. Yeah, fuck that. I didn't know how you return something through the internet. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I just put it next to the mailbox. Uh, I just hope someone takes it. It has a post-it note on that says, please take back to the company, (laughs) bring back money. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, <clears throat> we got a big one here, right? We got a big album. Yeah, this is... Uh, this yeah. is Bruce, you know, this is when he becomes Bruce. Yeah. This yeah. is when he's... Bruce uh, Born to Run comes out. This is when he's on the cover of Time and Newsweek the yep. same week. This is, you know, when he, you know, is a big star. Yeah, they're launched in the superstardom. Here. Right. And... Uh, is this when he meets John Landau, or is... Uh, he mixed up with John Landau before that because they be, end up becoming pretty good friends. Yeah, it was like uh, they like knew each other before, but I think it, during this is when they became uh, like started working together more yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so but this is a uh, this was um, you know they went into this bruce went into this like you know we had two albums that you know i'm proud of but weren't hits and it's like now it's time to because we're like starting to come to the end of our record deal yeah we got to produce a hit we got to build the 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 hit factory now and god damn it they did it this is probably i mean this is where they become rich yeah yeah no longer normal after this and uh this is you know this is probably the first album i listened to uh, i think mine all the way through was probably born in the usa but this was definitely second right and I, I mean born to run is probably the first 
Bruce song I heard, I'm sure. For sure, for sure. A song you hear, you've probably heard one billion times in your life. Yeah, you know definitely. what I mean? It still hits. Yeah. It's still good yeah, track. It is great. Um, but yeah, and this is like kind of when they, uh, the, the band that becomes the E Street band forever kind of forms here, right? Yeah. This is where David Sanchez leaves and they get Roy Baton, the professor. They build, um, they build their brand here too, Mm -hmm. especially with the touring with this album Mm -hmm. where you're getting, uh, into like everybody singing into one mic Mm -hmm. to, you know, Clarence comes over and, and that's how, you know, they're, they're touring pretty much and they carry that tradition on through, through everything. Yeah. Yeah. After this album, they went on their first European tour and stuff and, and, uh, kicked ass and now like you see fucking videos from those European shows Bruce does. There's them. like a billion people there. There's like giant flags and stuff. Yeah, I had, when my parents came over, you know, I just had the surround hooked up, so we watched uh, Bruce live in Hyde Park, mm-hmm. and it's a great show. It's yeah. on Prime right now. It's actually free. Oh, yeah. It's a stream. It's a fucking really good show. That's the one where they have the, the singer from Gaslight Anthem, Gaslight Anthem mm-hmm. come out to sing uh, Bobby Jean. Yeah, that that's a good one. Yeah, fuck yeah. Check it out. Um, this is when they get, you know, Max Weinberg oh, yeah. joins the group. It's got heavy drums, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, they still have Gary Talent, Danny Federici, Stephen Van Zant. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and, of course, Clarence. And this is, uh, when I'm listening to the book, this is like kind of, you know, the cover is... Bruce and Clarence. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is when Clarence becomes the big man, the character, Clarence Clemens, which was enormous. Yeah. He's, he was such a fucking presence. Uh, his, his chapter on Clarence in his, his book is so good. Oh, it's amazing. Oh my God. So good. He was married many times. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he was rich. He was poor again. He was rich again. (laughs) (laughs) Financial and romantic confusion. (laughs) So good. Yeah, he did paint a beautiful portrait of Clarence. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, fuck, man. This album I've probably listened to a million times in my life. Like I said last episode, the second album's probably my favorite, but this is also a fucking kick-ass album. Yeah. Um, we'll get into it track by track and see if we feel like there's any fat on it. But um, Bruce described it as, uh, in his mind, it was a series of vignettes that happened on one day in New Jersey, right? Which is a fucking wonderful way to think about uh-huh. it. And um, and that's, he makes music like that. Yeah. Cause, uh, he always has. And I love it. And, um, yeah, so we're going to get into it shortly here. Yeah, what's but, crazy is, like, what, the way he describes it, these vignettes, um, you think every town, that narrative, every single one of them and every song's playing out somewhere in your town. You know, there's yeah. somebody get, get moving on with their life, and uh, they've had enough, and they're they're moving out, and yeah. then, you know, you have people just uh, struggling with their, their neighbors, and... and just living these these crazy lives and it all 
they're all mashed into this. Right. People getting into trouble with criminal elements, yeah. you know, and getting in over their head, yeah, you know, fucking drowning. Fucking, oh my God. But, uh, yeah, so this is 1975, a hell of a year. You know what I mean? What else happened that year? Well, I don't know. Jaws might have came out. <laughs> I'm not sure about uh, Jaws. You figure it's the end of the uh, end of the Vietnam War, getting there anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still not. Doesn't really uh, come into play on this album. No, no, he. Uh, it was. I, I think it was like inspiration for a lot of the stuff. You know that obviously, born in the USA resonates with a lot of that, but. Mm-hmm. I, it's it, when you're living that um sometimes the art comes after the fact you know mm-hmm. like right now like nobody's gonna write a hit song this week about all the craziness that's going on like we all kind of survive through this stuff and yeah. then after it you know you might look at it a different way right beautiful from it yeah but yeah, usually yeah, like yeah. when when things go bad and somebody tries to like comment on it right away it's usually really bad like, it that's, seems craven that's like, how you get uh we're all proud to be yeah, in America. yeah, yeah. Like, or, and it's like this is a terrible song or all those fucking country songs about 9-11 like the week after Awful. 9-11 they're so terrible where were you <laughs> they're so bad <laughs> yeah and those are not looked back on fondly. Like, no. We'll put a boot in your ass and see America. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Such a cash grab. Yeah. Uh, but what can you do? Also, the same with movies, like that Nicolas Cage World Trade Center movie. Oh, that was, I tried to watch some of that. And I was like, <laughs> this is fucking terrible. This is awful. Oh, Christ almighty. I'm talking into this radio for two hours. <laughs> what the fuck would somebody want to watch that movie? Oh, my God. I'm trying to think. You know, I get, I half jokingly, but I guess I do kind of base a lot of things pre and post 9-11 when I hear about when they're made. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you think about like its quality and kind of. No, it'll just be like I don't even know how I think about, it, but it'll be like a movie came out, say in late two thousand. Uh-huh. I'll be like, oh, that was pre nine eleven. Yeah. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, this definitely is pre nine eleven. Yeah. Or like, uh, you know, music that came out in two thousand one. You're like, oh, <laughs> chocolate starfish and that. Yeah. I mean, that was I don't know what year that was, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like it's like. Oh, yeah, right around 9-11 that came yeah. out, you know what I mean? Um, I guess that's just the way it happens. I guess people that, you know, were alive when Kennedy's got his head blown off. Yeah. Same thing. It's just one of those tentpole moments in, in, in uh, our shared human history. Yeah. Yeah, all the music now will be like, oh, that was, a, that was a COVID hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dua Lipa was huge during COVID. COVID hit. Right? Yeah. You can't wait to... That's t- terrible. Right. I can't wait to tell our kids all about how absolutely boring and stupid living through a pandemic is. (laughs) We had, there were certain things that like, um, you know, with planning the wedding and stuff, it was like, uh, I wanted it to be, I wanted to be married in 2020 for 
uh, reasons other than, like, no part of me is like, it'll be kind of kitschy. We say we got married. And that was none of it. Mm-hmm. During a pandemic, we, our love still superseded it. Right. It's none of that. It's literally, for me, 20 is easy to remember because when I hit 30, I'll know that's my 10-year. 10 10-year, right, you know, right. It's less thought for me to, you know, it's easier for me to count how <laughs> yeah, long Yeah, because married. the original date was your birthday, birthday on 2020 yeah. so it's like very it's easy to remember it, yeah, it's the only control i've had over the wedding has been picking the date and it's all been so i could remember man so you you didn't start planning the wedding during the pandemic no, no, no. Right. it was it was before, way way before right and then you just got walloped with it yeah but i mean we're not we're not the only ones oh no 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 no, the, the, no. it the, still sucks well for that's you. that's the worst part because it's like after a while you know you and me are both working but you'll be uh talking to somebody and you know hey how's everything going i'll be like you know not so great if you really want to know yeah but, you know i'm dealing with this with my venue this person's not giving me my money back whatever i'm bitching yeah. and they would just say something like uh well, you know, could be worse. At least you don't have COVID. At least, yeah. you know, which is true, obviously. But I fucking know that. Right. Like, why are you asking me a question so you can just tell me about people that have COVID? Right. Why are you discounting my personal yeah. feelings and life experience? Yeah, I, yeah I, I still don't have COVID. I also don't have all this money. Yeah. So I'm having yeah. another situation, too. I'm I, I, I compounded one of the most stressful things you can do, plan a wedding. Did it four times. Four with a global pandemic yeah. constantly fucking shifting shit around you know yeah. what i mean it sucks yeah uh, it was you know well it, it, one testament would be the fact that we both got through it and, yeah you know, yeah absolutely you both have covid now we both have covid you had a huge wedding with the thousand people that ever everyone's sick i was literally physically spreading yeah and emotionally you would you would take a sip of water and you'd walk around like and, then, and you'd spray it in people's face yeah. like you're Triple H. You'd be like, <laughs> you got COVID now. That's my <laughs> wedding gift to you. And 500 people died out of 1,000. It was bad. <laughs> the massacre of the Drexel world. <laughs> oh, my God. They, uh, <laughs> they, the person I talked to uh, to cancel my uh fucking uh room because yeah, i got a yeah, room yeah. for the wedding yeah really made me jump through hoops because i was i was like uh it wasn't that bad this is literally not a problem at all but i i called and was like hey i made a reservation a couple weeks ago for uh the wedding that was happening but it was canceled and uh so i need to cancel my room and then they were like okay what's your reservation number dude like, they all do that now i was like what uh, it's 7k93 yeah. if, if somebody responds right away with numbers and letters yeah. know that they're a psycho uh, yeah i was like okay uh can you hold on a second i gotta scroll through weeks of emails, emails that i yeah. don't delete to find number. <laughs> doing a general search of reservation right number. and then as soon as i said they're like oh yeah i was already taking care of a cancel and i was like how many fucking weddings did you have there on this day that i was had a room for yeah. what the fuck man yeah so my life's just as hard as yours sean <laughs> <laughs> you relate you get it oh christ but you know we're here we're fucking still friends yeah now we're gonna run through 2021 now we're yeah gonna run away from 2020 okay so let's get into this album shall we let's do it bruce springsteen Born to Run, 1975, eight songs coming in at 39 minutes. And it starts with another song 
everyone's heard a million times. Oh, yeah, big karaoke one. Absolute all-time classic, right? Yeah. Oh, embarrassing. <laughs> Screen door slams, Mary's dress waves. Like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. Roy Orbison singing for the lonely. Hey, that's me, and I want you only. Don't turn me home again, I just can't face myself alone again. Don't run back inside, darling. That's, this, that picture's inside World Trade Center. Yeah. So first of all, the piano tone on this album is nuts. It sounds so clean and crisp and just beautiful. Yeah. This is probably his biggest claim to fame as an engineer. Fuck yeah. He started working with Bruce and then I think he was with uh, Tom Petty. It's funny. The story in the book is they originally, Ivy was just like a, uh, like a uh, assistant at the studio. Yeah. was just there. And then the next day they came in, they fired the original engineer and they were like, you got the job. <laughs> He's yeah. like, uh, all right. <laughs> Dude, this picture is awesome. <laughs> Hard Rock Cafe, New York City. But this is just unbelievably good. Just an all-time classic, right? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, there's video of us singing this song, karaoke in your head. It's so good. And this is like the theme. This is a beautiful vignette of a dude talk, talking to a chick that he likes, like, Let's get the, Let's fuck, get the fuck out, out of here. here. There's nothing here for us. We're horny. Let's yeah, get out of here and fun. go fuck in my car. Very hopeful. We start the album early in the morning on this day in New Jersey. Just so happy. You know what I mean? We're out of here. It's all good. Lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. And then we move on to another song. I mean, so many songs on this you heard a million times, but here we go. So Thunder Road is an A-plus for me. It's, yeah, it's much like Born to Run. It's a song I heard a million times, but I could still listen every to it. Every time, you yeah. know, it's on. I'm fucking into yeah, it. Yeah, it's one of his greatest hits. Tenth Avenue, freeze out. 
I mean, this is such a jam, too. This is a big local favorite, this song. I find, like, people in Delco specifically love this song. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. I mean, you got horns going crazy. Yeah. I mean, this song is basically... Bruce dubs himself Big Scooter, a name that didn't stick. said many times he doesn't really know what 10th avenue freeze out means it yeah means nothing just nonsense uh, what's he say here this song comes on in a bar you know what i mean oh yeah everyone is feeling good i love his voice right there that little squeak And then who? It's like he's singing this part from inside a cave. Yeah. Clarence. Mm-hmm. Uh. Also in this song, he this is the first time he dubs Clarence Big Man, right here. Just so badly want to go to a crowded ass bar. Oh, I know, right? Just fucking drinking and yelling, oh. smoking cigarettes. Fuck. Dude, I, uh, I was thinking last night at work, like, I would, I just, I was just thinking, like, I just want to fucking go watch a fucking cover band that's really good yeah, you know what i mean yeah, just yeah, in a yeah. bar just some kick-ass cover band that's fucking ripping the doors off i'm trying to uh quit smoking good but for you I, when i hear uh like some songs i'm like i want to fucking light up a cigarette right now that that's one of them yeah. and then uh a lot of like cream i, like, yeah. I just want to fucking smoke a cigarette right because i literally I, get, I got started for the reason i always end up starting is I just fucking feel cool when I smoke a cigarette. It's, it's so cool. horrible. <laughs> it, it, I know. Like, yeah, uh, but I was definitely a sucker for that old, like, they should never put that shit in movies. Because when I seen that, I was like, I feel so fucking badass. I feel as cool as I did the first day I smoked the cigarette. That's that's what, the thing. Like, dude, you can take the ads off TV. You yeah. Do all, you can't advertise in, like, baseball stadiums. Yeah. Or sh- but it just, it's just one of those things that's just... Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah, I'm aware of the uh, side effects. I don't give a fuck, yeah, man. I'm just a little... You think James Dean gave a fuck yeah, about the side I effects? I don't fucking care at all. Did you, you know what I I want? There's a specific type of lighter that um, that I can't find. I don't even know how to Google it, but the lighter that uh, um, De Niro uses in uh, 
fucking casino. It's like a thinner Zippo almost. And it's I I can't find it. It's I, like a butane torch. I don't even know. No, uh, no. But I I always I like I was googling like lighter from casino, and then it's all these lighters with like casino, casino brands. Yeah. On them. <laughs> it's like, or like a Taj Mahal yeah, lighter, or like a fucking lighter that looks like a poker chip or something. Yeah. <laughs> something very uncool. But don't smoke, kids. Smoke joints. Yeah, They're definitely. better for you. They're definitely better for you. And and uh, drive while you smoke weed. <laughs> it was it was hard uh, last night because we you know um, we just had a couple people over and you know we're like listening to music. Mm-hmm. And I just I'm like this is how I'll fucking get back on the wagon during the week. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. It's not I'm not allowed to smoke at work, so I can't do it there. It's like yeah. it's but, literally drinking and when I hear badass songs mm-hmm. and just want to feel badass. Fuck yeah, fuck. Yeah, dude. Are you both quitting? You and your wife? Well, she she doesn't. It's really not a problem for us. It's just like, I I honestly hate having a pack sit around and then I forget about it and then they go stale and then like a month later I'm like, oh, you know, we're having going somewhere. I want a pack of cigarettes yeah. and then I'm like, oh, I gotta throw out this half pack that's stale already because I didn't smoke them enough yeah. and then I just feel like I'm wasting money. Yeah. Yeah, they're like eight dollars a pack now. It's oh, it's out of insane. control, right? Jersey, I bet they're twenty. Yeah, right. I remember my aunt um, came, and we were in. They're from. They live in New Jersey, and we were in Delaware for a holiday or something. Yeah. And we went to like a uh, Happy Harry's or some shit, and she was just like bought, bought like a cart, cartons like a couple cartons. of cart. Yeah, it was yeah. like Jesus Christ, it must be tough over there. Yeah. They are literally probably 20 bucks in, like, Alaska or whatever, you know what I mean? You used to be able to buy them at uh, Indian reservations really cheap. Oh, really? Because of tax? I remember when I was a young kid listening to my dad and his older neighbor upstate, and he was talking about buying cartons of cigarettes at Indian reservations, and then, like, you're a bootlegger at that point if you're actually... Because uh, are you reselling them? It's, well, it's illegal, you know, you're 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 transporting uh, tobacco. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, There's yeah, something yeah. with the federal government. They don't want you doing that, right, obviously. Right, I mean, I'm, like, I probably shouldn't, uh, you know, I buy all my alcohol in Delaware yeah. and transfer it across state Yeah, yeah, lines, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's technically illegal. They're going to shut us down, though. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we were. Uh, that was allegedly just kidding, folks. Yeah, we're not. We're not doing all that. But I'm. Here's the thing, Pennsylvania. Let me buy liquor and beer in the same That's store. That's ridiculous. Give me a fucking break, dude. Have you used um the uh, online ordering a total one? No. So for our like little wedding that we did have, mm-hmm. we still had to buy booze. Cause yeah. we were kind of light at the house, so. Shannon's like giving me this list of all the stuff she needs and she just is doing it online. I paid for it online, pulled up the total wine and it literally had my trunk open. They brought the shit out. I didn't have to fucking go in the store. That place wow. is horrible. Are you talking about the total wine up here? Right in Claymont. Yeah. Nightmare. I went there on New Year's Eve day. So I will say Hellhole. this. They had it. Um, they had a cop. Um, working that coming out of that place yeah because it's insane it's yeah like, it's basically you've been relying on good samaritans to get the fuck out of there yeah. otherwise you'll be sitting there all day yeah but they had a cop directing people out which dude, thank god they did it was amazing or you weren't gonna get out dude, i would have paid a premium to have this kind of service so mm-hmm. if you are out there and dude the pandemic did 
um, there were some silver linings, and me not having to go into Total Wine after spending a fortune, mm-hmm. they're better off bringing the shit out to my car. Fuck it. So you just pulled up and like... Literally, dude, I had my trunk open. I didn't even fucking... The only thing I did was like, it, it seemed like they did not want to contact me at all. Yeah. So they literally said, just fucking show your license. I didn't even roll down the window. Yeah. She fucking closed the trunk for me. Beautiful. I drove away. I was like, this is great. That rules. I wish I could get everything like this. I was, there's, you can't get beer delivered to your house yet, can you? Yeah, I, dude, I, it depends, man. I was trying to find it. Maybe Instacart. I don't know. I'll figure it out, folks. But I went there on New Year's Eve day, and I, I parked in the last row all the way over by Home Depot. Uh-huh. I had to walk all the way to Total Wine. It was Ugh. a fucking nightmare. But what can you do? Moving on. Song number three. Now we're getting into the stuff that you probably haven't heard. Yeah. You know, this is night and it's going to come in hot. This song, man, I was listening to it at work, right? And uh, it really sucks right now because this song is about going to work, suck shit, getting off, and then you're done work and you're going out. You're going out in the night. You fucking lock the door in your house and you're out. You're going out. You're seeing people. You're ready to fucking party. Right. But now it's like, you know, we're, you and I are lucky enough to be essential workers yeah. so we go to work and deal with all that shit it's without the option of yeah. going out at night they really should have made like essential workers bars or something fuck yeah they, dude they should have really like we didn't get anything at least we could have held that over people's heads we right been like oh yeah you get to work from home like a a guinea pig in your little cage, yeah. but hey, we get to go out, and then we go out into the night with all the other night people. Right, all us fucking weird, yeah. <laughs> all sick of shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're just, like, all dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. And then they then they have to come out of their, their homes and bury us all. Yeah, yeah, you fuckers. Dig a mass grave, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that was funny. Someone tweeted something, like, to the effect of, Remember in the beginning of the pandemic, you, you saw those pictures of the uh, mass graves they were digging in New York City? Uh, yeah. But then it came out that those were just the normal mass graves. They it was always, an island. They're, they're the mass graves they dig for homeless, homeless people. people. yeah. And yeah, then yeah. everyone's like, oh, we don't care now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's You're fine. Right. Oh, yeah. It was, oh, like, yeah, nobody, it didn't click. It was like, oh, that happens all the time. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank God. Yeah, it's, it's, just, on, oh, it's just homeless people. Yeah, it's dead homeless Bob Island. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'm not scared anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So that was a ripper, right? Fucking it starts with those fucking drums, sounds like gunshots, uh-huh. yeah. and then fucking the the uh, big man just going wild on the sax. Yeah, that's like you're having a heart attack the whole fucking mm-hmm. song. And it feels so good. The world's busting at its seams, much like that song itself. This album or th- this song on the album that we're gonna play now, um, I feel like it's like the um, the most encompassing uh, song, like from the band. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it represents the band pretty well. It's I, not my favorite song on the album. Yeah, I, you know my favorite song on the album is later. Um, this is way up there for it's me. Though. So good. I mean, as I've said a thousand times on this show already, the piano Bruce songs are my favorite Bruce songs, and the, the imagery and the lyrics in this song when yeah. he's talking about sitting on the hood of a Dodge and the. No, that's late. That's a different song. What song? You think about Jungle Land. We're in back streets. Oh yeah, what's um? Let's play it. <laughs> Let's play it because I I have I have an image of what the story is for this song, and I'm interested to hear yours as yeah. well. playing piano and organ on this song. just gets better. Mm-hmm. 
Just an absolute ass kicker. Yes. Right? So and so to me, this is a vignette, right? Yeah. This is the narrator, the man, and his friend, Terry, a woman. Uh, you know, not necessarily romantically involved, yeah. but very dear friends. And then, you know, eventually, as he said, I hated him and I hated you when you went away. Right? So Terry gets a boyfriend. Yeah. Which, you know, a lot of times man and woman friendships, once relationships come in on either end, yeah. can be broken. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Yep. And this is obviously, he was very bitter about it at the time, but you back up a line there when he says, uh, you can blame it all on me, Terry, it don't matter to me now. So that's him talking later on. Over it. After the huge fight and all the fucking, the anger and the hatred has has gone from him, and he's like, bro, I I just miss you. You're my friend, you know what I mean? I just want to be friends again, you know what I mean? And it's like... It probably they probably won't be yeah. you know it's fucking dark and it's dude a lot of people are going through that right now for sure everything going on it's like people um everybody is so uh they feel so passionately about things that sometimes uh you'll be talking to somebody you don't even realize you you sound like an asshole mm-hmm. or like even my family i struggle with it sometimes because we're all you know uh big personalities everybody yeah. feels a certain way so but when you when you uh, take it in a different direction, when you forget that you know you're still family, you're still blood, you're still brothers, friends, yeah. whatever, um, you know it it can it can get out of hand. You'll be left with nothing but regret, though. You'll be thinking just like you know yeah. he is about Terry. Yeah, it's just like, dude, it's my fault. Yeah, it's, I don't care. Whatever yeah. you want to say, just yeah. you know, let's let's. And that's something to always try to keep in your. But it's literally impossible impossible to in the heat of the moment like yeah. this is just this moment right now yeah. everything before this moment is more important than this you know fight we're having yeah you're right and then weeks later all that fucking bile's gone and it's just like and the like this situation's probably fucked because she's with this dude that's probably like i don't want you hanging around this dude why are you so friendly yeah. with this du- other guy it's not me but you know it's one of those things where like you have a huge fight with someone you're very close to and then you don't even have to say words like you could just you know see each other gonna be like hey what's up and then you know it's over yeah i mean it it does happen like you said with relationships shannon was like banned me from speaking to anybody any of my friends now so (laughs) i lied i told her i went to the store that's why i'm out of the store man and women it doesn't matter (laughs) no we're married now you're done no friends She said it's over. Your phone has been ringing nonstop since you got here. Just like, no, just kidding. You look so scared. I'm sorry. You scared me. She's uh, like, Sean, where are you? Just angry FaceTime. Yeah. Pick up. But yeah. I, and I go back and forth a lot, but uh, that is a great fucking song. Phenomenal song. Phenomenal. And then, of course, we're moving on to... Because there's songs like Born to Run that you hear a million times and the 10,000th time you're over it. Yeah. I don't know if it's just my affection for Bruce or I just think it's just a really good song. Like when this song comes on the radio, I'm not, I'm like, oh, cool. I'm yeah. glad this is on the radio. Yeah, I'm yeah, searching yeah. for something to listen to yep. on terrestrial radio. I'm yeah. glad fucking Born to Run is on. Uh, let's play a little bit of it here. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's a um, you watch the uh, Sopranos. Right? Yeah. There was a um, there there was an episode where Christopher comes to this meeting really late, yeah. and he's like. Tony's like, what the hell took you so long? And he was like, I'm sorry, the uh, the highway was jammed with uh, broken heroes on the last chance power drive. And Tony's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you, you, making a, you being a fucking smart ass. This song is, uh, it's become tradition at Antonelli family weddings. Like, oh, yeah. so at some point in the night, this is going to get played yeah. and everyone's going to fucking stand in a circle and yeah. scream it. Yeah. And it's wonderful. Yeah, it is amazing. It's such a good song to sing drunk with oh, a bunch of people. So great. And, like, you fucking feel it. Like, fuck, man. This is much like the same feeling as Thunder Road. Like, yeah. We can do whatever we want. We can leave. Yeah. There's nothing holding us here. We ain't never going to look back. Do we have jobs? No. <laughs> I have a car. Let's go. Let's sleep in the car. <laughs> yeah. Where are we going to go? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> We're just going to drive on 95 so we run out of gas and die. I keep showing Shannon different like vehicles that I'm thinking about purchasing, <laughs> and they're getting more and more ridiculous. <laughs> like, what is it now? Uh, the last thing it was, I was looking at these like really shantily built helicopters for a little <laughs> bit. And like, Shannon, look, this thing's $15,000. And she's like, I would never allow you or anybody in our family near that death trap. Where the fuck are you going to keep it upstate? Do you have I enough room to land a just helicopter? Land it on the roof. <laughs> just keep it on the roof. Just smash your house. <laughs> Die. <laughs> Uh, you need like hours and hours and hours of training with a professional and to then fly there was those. A, there was a houseboat in Baltimore that I was oh, looking at because yeah. I was like, I would have felt like Keanu Reeves in the replacement. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a house like a helicopter, you need to know how to fly. A houseboat, you don't really need to know how to uh, command yeah. a boat. Just have it. That's where I live. Yeah, it's just here, tied up on this dock, yeah. and Things I live get in bad, it. Bad, I take the rope off. Yeah, and just <laughs> I float, float away. <laughs> Do you know how to drive this thing? I don't yeah. even. I don't even think it has gas in it. Honestly, yeah. the, <laughs> the waves will take me. Yeah. I got like a hundred power bars See in here. You bitches in New Zealand. <laughs> I have one of those straws that I can yeah. drink out of the ocean. With. I don't <laughs> think it definitely doesn't work for salt water. If anybody got one of my groomsmen gifts, I can't stress that enough. You still can't drink salt water with the Fuck. straw. <laughs> I just I kept telling everybody like I was like I would paint this horrible portrait like you're on the side of the road your car's flipped over you got small animals biting at your legs yeah. and stuff when you grab that life straw and you drink out of a puddle I want you to think you're a boy yeah <laughs> <laughs> prolong my death by a day <laughs> you'll be thinking about me thanks Sean for this this multi tool. Fucking, uh, that I cut my car seat and build a small fire. <laughs> it reminds me that reminds me very much of the uh drawing you made in high school for English uh vocabulary. Sometimes we'd have to draw pictures for vocab words. Oh, yeah, you drew this, this epic picture of it was a, a car accident, someone eating ketchup packets to yeah, survive. The, the car had flipped over an embankment and it was upside down, and the guy was living off ketchup packets, and the word was uh. Resilience. <laughs> it was like Bob showed resilience when his car flipped over a cliff and he survived on ketchup packets for two weeks until he was found. And I remember the late the teacher being like, This is very dramatic. 
but I think everybody will know what this word means now. And I was yeah. like, right? It was a huge hit. It was a yeah. sensation. People loved it. Yeah. It, was, it was so over the top. I think you even made a follow-up drawing that like extended the picture to a second piece of paper for like a, a se- another word. Uh, I have a story about high school. Um, this has nothing to do with anything, but it just came into my head, so I have to say it out loud, right? Uh, I'm not going to name any names, but uh, so I was a... I was a uh, guidance aide, like a, a aide for the guidance counselor's office senior yeah, yeah, year. Yeah. So I'd like uh, walk around to different rooms and deliver things, basically. Yeah. And uh, this one time I had to go to a French class I was being taught. And um, the teacher's name was Miss Tylacker, okay? <laughs> and there was a boy in the class. We'll call him Mike, right? So... I went into this class and it was wild. It was a I don't even think it was French. I think it was a French teacher teaching senior a, sem, yep, which is just in, which is a class which is a joke. Yeah. You need it to graduate, but no one takes that's it. That's terrible. So I walk in there and it's a mad it's a madhouse. <laughs> Everyone's going nuts. And I remember this 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 kid called Mike, um fake name, farts so loud like just bust ass like a loud audible fart right <laughs> disgusting and the teacher was like ew mike that's disgusting <laughs> and mike responded to her face out loud in front of everyone shut up miss tylacker you probably queefed or something <laughs> i do remember that it's like oh, oh my god and she was didn't do anything she's just like oh but just took it yeah, the, there was no reins on that classroom at all. That was literally, I felt like I was going to the circus for 45 minutes. Oh, you remember the scene in, uh, in uh, Billy Madison where uh, the teacher's out for the day and before the principal comes in to teach a class, Girl, everyone's just like dancing on every, desk and throwing shit. Day. I walked in there, it was like, there's fires and stuff. There's like uh, people swinging for the lights. Yeah, I was in the back and I would have, I would make dictionary forts and I would just sleep behind my dictionary. <laughs> for it not i bet not the uh idea you had in your head of uh the career of teacher when you get into the game right no. i know for my senior project though it was so terrible that i was getting booed i was there for that i, I, I came in to watch you give your speech and yeah. you were getting paper pelted at thrown you. at me wasn't it about like plastics or something no it was, i I waited too long, so you're supposed to, you know, interview somebody about a career that you might be interested in. Yeah. So my poor father, the night before the senior project, I was like, Dad, I waited <laughs> way too long for this. I never did it. Yeah. So what I'm going to need you to do is educate me on everything about oil refining. <laughs> and he was like, all right, sit down. You got a pen? Yeah. He was like, I'll tell you all about how we refine oil. Uh, and he got into the nitty gritty. Yeah. The chemistry behind it, and when I got up there and I started talking about these in a monotone ass voice, and your hands are shaking. This person, Mike, in the class is screaming boo, boo, <laughs> and then Miss Tylacker, about ten minutes into it, after just talking about naphtha and different weights of oil and the lighter stuff coming off certain stills, she was like, "Okay, if you stop talking." I'll give you an A. <laughs> and I was like, you got it. <laughs> Thank you. 
my senior project, I wrote a scathing review of the film Mr. 3000 starring Bernie Mac. We saw that in theaters, yeah. No, we didn't. No, no, we didn't. I, I definitely you saw it. You probably did. I, I didn't see it with you. That was terrible. Yeah, I, I ripped it apart. And then looking back on it, I was like, what the fuck did I know about anything? <laughs> you know? Yeah, might be a good movie. Yeah, but I was just like, I was trying to be like a funny, witty yeah. critic, aka a piece of shit. I ran. I remember. I think it was research class. I you remember that I did that project on John Ritter. It was like this huge, long, like it was like a ten-page research on paper on John, John Ritter. Ritter. <laughs> I am a fan, though. I love Three's Company. I've been. Uh, we just got Pluto, and there's a channel that's just twenty-four hours a day. Three's Company. That's the best part of Pluto's awesome because it's just like Wings Channel. Yeah, Baywatch. Dude, I love Wings. Yeah, they need a Becker Channel. Yeah. Watch that. Oh, dude, I'm sure there's if there's not a Becker Channel yet, there's one in the works. <laughs> Pluto's so. got your back. Pluto's like the best, like literally free. Yeah. No hidden charges, and it's just like you get a fucking menu like you have real TV. Yeah. It's great. It's a. It's like an ad. I mean, there is a lot of ads, but it's right. like. She she hates she hates commercials. Mm-hmm. Like if we're watching a movie, she's like, I don't want to be on TV. But like to me, it's like we grew up in a time where we were getting advertised to on TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at it as like I've already accepted it. I've adjusted my viewing skills to accept advertising. So why am I going to pay for something? Right. That, you know, probably a like a kid that's like a millennial. They are used to like being able to control what advertising yeah. they get, so yeah. they probably struggle with it a little more. But I'm like, fuck, I don't care. I used to have to watch full commercial breaks during shows Shannon with says, nothing to do. Shannon hates it so much, but I actually like chatting during movies. So yeah. the commercial breaks give me gives time a to, little break to yeah, be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shannon's like, I don't want to talk to you. At <laughs> <all."> <laughs> uh, track six, she's the one. With a few of graces and the secret places that no one can fill. With her hands on her hips, oh, and that smile on her lips, because she knows that it kills me. With a soft-faced dream standing in that doorway like a dream, I wish she'd just leave me alone. Because French kids won't stop And them boots and French kisses Will not break their heart of stone With her long hair falling And her eyes that shine like a midnight sun Tonight you'll try just one more 
time Best playing pool, man. Me too. I don't even know if. I wonder if Royal's even open. Might be. I'm gonna have to go and shoot a couple rounds. Maybe next week I'll do it. You can socially distance. Royal billiards. Yeah, I would love to. There used to be one right up by the CVS here. Yeah, I remember that one. I watched Adam get hustled out of five bucks there. On, on foul shots. Uh, he, he fouled out every game. Really? Yeah, uh, this he didn't know what he was doing. He had no idea. He was playing like we played. Yeah, just slamming the Once balls the around. said that, he was like, oh, you guys want to play fouls? We're like, I was like, I'm not playing for money. Uh, I don't know what that means, sir. Yeah. I'm a child. Like, yeah, I'll play fouls, whatever. Yeah. Box. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fucking pool shark. Wonder if that's still a thing, dude. I I was in uh, this is a couple years ago, and my playing had gone downhill. I mean, when I was playing here regularly, and then going to a billiards at least once a week, yeah. I was pretty good. Yeah. But it, my quality has gone down. I can play with both hands. That's about my best uh, attribute. I'm as good with both, probably. Yeah. And uh, this guy walked into the mill, and he had like a fucking top hat on and he had a fucking stick in a bag yeah he had this real long hair uh, he just looked like an idiot yeah it's a fucking bar yeah he's bringing his own stick you there fucking nerd so and i was fucked up yeah. and uh i start playing this guy and i'm ripping him apart the whole time I'm like oh he brought his fucking purse here with a stick i kept going uh, to the stick bag man. and dude i i was fucking with him th- expecting to lose and he was a good player yeah but that day, I just had the perfect amount of booze in me. I was fu- I ran the fucking table on this dude. Wow. And I smoked him. And I was like, that's never going to happen again. <laughs> and this dude, for three hours, kept harassing me. Play me again. Play me again, man. I'll play you again. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. He would not let it go. And I was like, nah, bro. Only one game a night. <laughs> <laughs> Said something badass like that. Oh, that's fucking fantastic! Uh, yeah, bro, yeah. Pack up your stick purse. <laughs> that's what I would say. <laughs> we yeah, we had a pool table here in our basement forever, and and pool was just a game that I could never develop as as a player. Like I'd play a lot. Like I'm fine. I don't like it, but yeah, you're not bad. But I I could never take the jump to the next level of being like really good at yeah. pool. I don't know why. It's just one of those things. I wonder if most of the, like, if every expert has a table in their house. They have to, I guess. Oh, yeah, like pros and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're playing a a lot of times when you go to a bigger table. Like, I'm better on a regulation table than Mm -hmm. a fucking bar table a lot of times. That's why I like bar tables, because the play is totally different. Yeah. Bar tables are different. Yeah, they're smaller. Oh, wow. Okay. They're like six and a half feet I, think. I don't even know the regulation ones are like nine. Oh shit you really gotta muscle it up there well yeah the game's faster though usually yeah we got really into i think probably because we watched color of money we were, oh, we were yeah. big nine ball freaks yeah. for a we while nine, nine on the break nine yeah. on the break <laughs> yeah. Obsessed with it. yeah that's an easy game to 
play the yeah you know what i mean now here we go we told you last last episode like if you're gonna listen to one song that wasn't one of the famous ones on this one this is the one to listen to meeting across the river yeah this is my favorite song on the album This is some idiot, and it's like this dude that's just, you know, fuck up. Mm-hmm. And his boy, Eddie. I think Eddie's, like, dumb, yeah. but, like, loyal to the to the yeah, guy. Yeah. So he's like, Eddie, we got to go, dude. Give me a, you're going to get us a ride, find us some money. Yeah. We're going to go fucking do some dangerous yeah. shit that we yeah. probably shouldn't do. Definitely robbing somebody. Yeah, else. yeah. But, hey, man, that's life. Yeah. We're we're criminals, and Eddie's just like, all right, man. Yeah. All for two grand, you know what I mean? Yeah. Two grand, just so basically, the league, the narrator here, needs to get two hundred grand, two two grand, two two thousand dollars. None of which he's promised to Eddie, by the way. Yeah. He's gonna they're gonna get this two thousand dollar payoff that he's gonna take back to his girlfriend so she won't leave him for hawking her radio. Yeah. A real greaseball loser. Yeah. This is pretty slimy. <laughs> and I mean this song Yeah, kill the man for two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and I in in my head it always went past this into, you know, the deal probably went south and Eddie probably got killed. And this yeah. guy got away with no money, but you know his his little dumb buddy that he that loved him is dead. Yeah, <laughs> and his girlfriend left him, <laughs> and now he's in even deeper with the mob and way over his head. So he's either gonna have to uh, kill himself or be murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, beautiful song. Fucking beautiful. Haunting. Yeah, the trumpet's so good. Mm, 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 mm. Love it. Love it. Makes me think of, you know, all that Scorsese shit. All the shit yeah, we loved yeah, yeah, when we yeah. were, you know, Definitely. teenagers. All that fucking. Yeah, think of Mean Streets. And yeah. Shit like all that. Those, all that cool guy shit. Yeah. We thought we were so yeah. fucking cool. Cool. Do you remember the time uh, we got cigars? We got a friend of ours to get us. They were Philly, Philly blunts. blunts. We were just smoking, inhaling them. Yeah, <laughs> in my basement, like, and it just stunk like cigars. I was so afraid. I was, I concocted this whole story in my head about if, if my mom uh, came down and and smelled it, I would be like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Uncle Dan was over with Dad. They were downstairs smoking cigars. Like, I had this whole <laughs> fucking thing. It smells out. like cheap cigars down there. Yeah, I don't know. I've not. I'd. I didn't smoke it. Yeah, he got this weird candle. I threw it away. It still <laughs> smells. <laughs> That'd be like when we would just smoke cigarette after cigarette after cigarette in your basement room. Yeah, your and like, there's no way the whole house didn't smell like cigarette. <laughs> like that's just going right up through the floorboard. <laughs> no, my dad, my dad definitely uh, was able to pick up on that stuff. My mother smoked for so fucking. Oh long yeah, 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 yeah. I, I bet she still couldn't like tell if somebody smoked or not. She smoked for so long. Really? She hasn't known in a, a long time now. Good for Probably her. Been fifteen years, maybe. God bless her. How'd she do a cold turkey? No, she t- it took that Chantix. Oh, really? And then um, shit scares me. You know what? She 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 was she was having weird dreams. Yeah. And shit. They say it's pretty common. I've I've talked to a couple guys. I'm like, dude, Chantix is like acid. So. Yeah, yeah. There's dreams, and then it could also like truly affect you mentally for some people. Her, for her, the biggest thing was uh, she used to drink coffee. She'd take it with cream and sugar, but she cannot stand the taste of coffee anymore. Really? She had to switch the tea because she would wake up in the morning, smoke a cigarette, cigarette, coffee. Nothing better. Yeah, so I think it's the association with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It definitely, it it does alter your your brain chemistry, that Chantix, Mm -hmm. because it's changing your decision making, essentially. Yeah, it's very strange. It's going in there and rearranging things. Like, you don't like cigarettes. I've never been that... Uh, addicted to them like when I would hear stories of guys like taking a shit smoking a cigarette I'm like ew yeah. that sounds gross or like smoking mid-meal oh yeah you know? oh yeah take a little break here smoke a cigarette and then finish ew yeah <laughs> the only time I ever liked doing it was like drinking and being outside mm-hmm. like I like to smoke in my car with all the windows up all of them up yeah just filling that bitch up my first car plymouth sundance had a uh had an ashtray yeah uh, that's awesome and of course like any slob teenager would just be overflowing with butts and then yeah. you start putting the butts out on the butts and then it catches on fire while you're driving yeah. <laughs> nasty as shit. much as i remember my mother um smoking which um i guess she was probably a heavy smoker but I don't remember her ever smoking in a car with us. That's good. Like that was something yeah. that I, I if, if she did it, my dad. I don't. I just don't think my dad would ever have been like uh, he because he had quit long before. Yeah. Like I just don't imagine. Like he would be like Karen, put that fucking out. I'm not smelling <laughs> that while we're on the way down to Disney World. That's not happening. Uh yeah. I still see it now. People smoking in cars with their kids and shit. Oh, I mean. Yeah, it's kind of frowned on now, I'm sure. Yeah. It's pretty, it was common for a while. Oh, yeah, I mean, or like people, especially in like, you know, Chichester, lower Chichester, like walking a stroller with like their infant yeah. and also smoking. A yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. like, what are you doing, man? 
Yeah, I don't even like being around children if I'm smoking a cigarette. Mm -mm. I, like, will hide behind a shed or something. Right, because they'll think I'm cool. I don't want to be a bad influence. But I also want them to know that I'm cool. Exactly. It's the double-edged sword there. Oh, I used to work with a chick at Rite Aid who smoked while pregnant. It was, like, the worst shit to look Uh, at. That's terrible. Yeah. And then she would complain about people giving her shit for it. Like, what do you fucking expect? I was at a bar in Tawanda called PJ's, and it was like my watering hole was right down the street from my apartment. And they were right next to a, uh, uh, like a, I guess a rehab, or it was Alcoholics Anonymous, Mm. some sort of state mandated rehab program. Mm -hmm. And they put it right next to a bar. So when I would go outside smoking... That was the first time I had seen a woman pregnant smoking a cigarette. Yeah. She was outside of that, but I'm thinking to myself, ah, at least she's here, right? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. else she was doing, hey, you know, I was like, if you're not, you know, doing the on right, the list of things to do, at least it's not heroin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck. All right, so let's bring it home here. Track eight, an epic send off for this yeah. album. Nine thirty six. You ain't gonna see this played on the radio too often. Uh-uh. Jungle Land. Who they got on violin on this? Let's check it out. Whoops. Charles Colello. Suki Lahab. Suki Lahav. Suya. Huh. The Rangers had a homecoming. <laughs> cool. That's pretty night. interesting. And a magic rat drove his slick machine over a Jersey state line. Barefoot girl sitting on the hood of a Dodge. Drink a warm beer in the soft summer rain. The rat pulls in the town, rolls up his pants. Together they take a stab at no mass and disappear down Flamingo Lane. That part always grossed me out a little, just the thought of drinking warm beer. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. I hate warm beer so much. Did you ever... Um be at a party and pick up a beer you think is yours and somebody's been ashing it yeah instant throw up for me so if there's bad. one thing that's gonna make me go right to the toilet it's yeah. that oh yeah yeah I've done it probably twice <sighs> the other experience I had that was kind of similar to that was uh, vodka at a party somebody in college you know guys would go to water bottle put a wa- vodka in a water bottle and then when they got to the party they'd make a mixed drink mm-hmm. or something I woke up thirsty as fuck one morning, saw this big water bottle, looked like it was still straight up uh, sealed, all vodka. Uh, uh, like, you right. probably took a big gulp, too. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that's very, that happens to a lot of people. Uh, Tammy's dad, we had a surprise 50th birthday party for him. Uh, he got absolutely fucked up, was puking <laughs> and shit, so fucked up. And then the next morning he woke up like, unbelievably hungover, like dying and uh his mom or her mom went down and grabbed a water bottle out of the cooler that we brought back from the fucking hall yeah handed it to him took a vodka instant puking oh, yeah. so bad it's that expectation you have in your brain like yeah. when you're expecting 
this is going to be delicious H2O when you get whacked with. <sighs> oh, it's Burnett's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Laird's. Bankers Club. Vladimir. Oh. I don't think I really drink any liquors out of plastic bottles anymore. Actually, uh, my dad brought me a handle of ginger brandy for Christmas. It's in a plastic bottle? They are plastic handles, mm. Jack Queens. Oh, yeah. Ginger brandy. Still good stuff. <laughs> I drink it during hunting season a lot. Yeah? You get a little flask of it? Nah, just, you know, have a little cup of it couple nips. Yeah, a little nip here. Warm you up. This is a great song. It is phenomenal. What can you say? The Born to Run album. No stinkers on it. It's good always. Clean. Yeah. It's a, not a long record either. This is the meat and bones of the whole record mm-hmm. here. It's, it's under 40 minutes. Eight songs. Yeah. Definitely reined in his length. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely made some radio hits. Oh, yeah. And produce a fucking bat 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 banger. Yeah. Now, you know, Clarence just This is like this whole album is like Clarence's star making performance, I'd say. So from here we go to Darkness on the Edge of Town. So yeah. This, this oh, this this is five out of five years of Jersey Corn for me. Definitely. Easy. So This is a perfect album. Perfect. Two in a row for him, for, yeah. for my taste. Yeah. Uh, Darkness is my favorite album. Is it? it man, it, I go back and forth between that and uh, Born to Run, or Born in the USA. And uh, it's, a lot of it's based on my mood. My favorite Bruce album will change. Right. Times Agreed. Agreed. It was the E Street. Sometimes in the summer, if I'm having a good summer, it might be the E Street show. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. We're going to your favorite album. That's yeah. The Darkness on the Edge of Town. Between this album and that album, there's a lot of legal trouble with Bruce yeah. and his crew. Uh, management and shit like that. I listened to it last night and I couldn't wrap my head around what was going on. I'll try to listen to it again. We'll talk yeah. about it next episode. But yeah, three for three. He's untouchable at this point. He's yeah. on fire. He's getting better. And I mean, looking into the future, I'm seeing it keeps going up. Yeah. I'm not really, I'm still in the zone of the album's, of which I've listened to a million times. I know every song. Yeah. And it'll go from this one to the next one. And then follow that up with Born in the USA, right? Yeah. Now, the, the first five, I got locked down inside my head. I've listened to every song a million times. Yeah, and then um, Nebraska's in oh, there, too. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is ne- I think it's Nebraska, then. Oh, USA. that's exciting. Because Nebraska, I never dove into too deeply so i'm excited yeah for that. that yeah that i think that's gonna be a really fun record for yeah. us because uh i i've been listening listening to it more recently and uh it's a good album yeah it really yeah. is because okay so that would be nebraska i think we have to double check well we're gonna figure it out eventually anyways or maybe it's yeah 
Because then, then is it like Nebraska, the river, then born in the USA? Or is it born in the USA, then the river? It might be the river, and then uh, uh, Nebraska, then born in the USA. <laughs> We're Bruce experts here, folks. We know everything <laughs> we, there is to know about the boss. Anthology. Why don't we have a book here? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to say I'm a little nervous about the river. I never listened to it because it's so, it's huge. Oh, yeah, it's so, so long. And I don't know a lot of them. So yeah. anyway. That's just stuff to look forward to in the future. But homework for next month, uh, fucking Darkness on the Edge of Town. Yes. Listen to it. It's great. Yeah, it's a great album. I think there's a really good doc about the making of it as well. Oh, it's phenomenal. It was on HBO. Yeah, so see if you can find that. Surrender. You know, we were talking last month. About how good David Sanchez was on the piano, yeah. but I don't think they missed a step. I think no. Myron Roy, he's phenomenal. Absolute yeah. money, absolute money. Professor. No one watches and the ambulance pulls away. Where's the girl sets out the bedroom Outside the streets on fire in a real death waltz Between what's flesh and what's fantasy And the poets down here don't write nothing at all They just stand back and let it all be And in the quick of the night They reach for their moment and try to make it on a stand But they wind up But they wind up wounded Not even dead Not even dead Tonight in jungle You know, going through the themes of the album, you start so hopeful, you know, with with Thunder Road, you know what I mean? And then ends pretty somber. Yeah, you know, so. not a not a very happy ending to the album, yeah. and uh, that will continue. Yeah. Anyway, well, anything else you need to say, Sean? Did we get it all out? No, nah, man, it was, it was good. I'm glad we got to do this. This was a lot of fun, and I look forward to the next episode. Same, man. Um, yeah. So, um, I'm gonna see if I can get my. Uh, tablet to maybe maybe we'll record the next show over at my place right i mean i could even bring the the gear we need it's we'll figure it out uh but this gives always gives me an excuse to see the folks yeah yeah i just got a new uh keurig so i have to drop off my old one to the dumping the old keurig on the folks yeah they wanted it (sighs) we made it through another one folks Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, we love you. Uh, anything, you know, you want us to read on the show? Anything you have to say to us? If let you've us been know. to a concert or if, they, uh, if you're a particular fan of Darkness, you know, uh, right. respond on the Doom Thugs page. Right. Right. Love yeah. to hear from you. For sure, for sure. If you have any anything you take issue with with what we said about Born to Run, yeah. let us know. We'd love to hash it out. Uh, but uh, anyway, we'll see you next month on The Secret Garden. See you guys. If you pay the price, she'll let you deep inside.
You have been listening to a Doom Thugs production. You've got me.